And if you've just joined us, welcome to Eat, Pray, Love with me, of course, Tislima Ali. And joining us in studio is Ustada Hadija Daris, who is soon going to be running a, a cause which happens actually from the Sunday, ideal for new Muslim sisters or those needing a refresher cause in the basics. In fact, when I was looking at the poster, I was actually thinking 101 Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Sister Hadija. Wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Sister Taslima, and to the listeners. Alhamdulillah, it's wonderful to be having you in studio. I think the last time I saw you was when we were in Durban. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yes, it's been quite a while, but you seem to have been quite busy, Sister. Alhamdulillah, um, I've been busy working, studying, trying to teach. Alhamdulillah, it's been Alhamdulillah. going well. So tell us a bit about yourself before we go into this new exciting course that's going to be happening. Okay, um, so I'm, I'm originally from the Makassar area, so I grew up in Haldeberg. Um, so that's one flag up for the Makassar people. <laughs> <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Yeah, um, I'm from a very traditional Muslim family. Uh, my father's an imam. Uh, my mom has a, a legacy of traditional Islamic scholarship in her ancestry. And um, so religion has always been like a really big part of my life. Uh, and you're following family footsteps. Inshallah, yeah. inshallah. inshallah. <laughs> yeah, so um, after I completed high school, I went to um, study uh, tourism management and then I um, finished my degree majoring in project management. And then I worked in the tourism industry for a little while. And um, in that time, I sort of went on this journey of discovery and trying to um, reconnect with uh, my religion. And um, that kind of that led me to Medina Institute. So last year I completed the Usuluddin program, and this year I'm working and I'm also studying towards a BA in Maqasid al-Sharia. Mashallah, that sounds absolutely amazing. But amazing also that from tourism back to the books, and now, alhamdulillah, within the footsteps of the family as well. So no more tourism. Um, part time, yes, still. Alhamdulillah, I'm still trying to keep my foot in both doors. <laughs> you know, Cape Town has so much of potential and so much of beauty, mashallah. Yeah. And uh, the other day I was um, at the airport, uh, I think the time we actually had flown. And uh, I saw, you know, they have those carousels of brochures and I'm a brochure girl. I just love brochures. <laughs> so I'm seeing, I, I went up and I saw a brochure to a Jewish Cape Town and it would be absolutely wonderful to see a brochure to the Islamic Cape Town because we have a rich Islamic heritage in the Cape, you know. So perhaps you should look yeah, into inshallah, it. That is. And with your Islamic backing, yeah. mashallah, I'm sure you'd be able to trace quite a few heritage spots throughout the Cape. Inshallah, it's something that I've started working on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, it's still in the process. Working progress, yeah. inshallah. I mean, well, exciting times for now, though. You have a cause that you are starting. Yes. Um, it's a Islam uh, for beginners. Um, and it's, it's a foundational cause. Um, that's aimed at new Muslim sisters, um, but also um, it's for Muslim sisters who haven't 
been to madrasa or haven't been to madrasa in a while who have sort of um you know generally we find that in our community we we tend to stop going to formal madrasa as soon as you finish primary school yes yeah. <laughs> I, so. i wonder why that happens I, i i automatically used to think oh it's because you're a big girl now and there's just so much of school work and yes. there's no time for madrasa yeah and i think it's also because once you get to like if you start going to madrasa at six mm. and you finish at what 12 13 you've had six years of schooling so you kind of think that you know what to do so you know all the basic practices mm. and you, you know yesterday i was at um a the initiate event of i know center marshall it was so wonderful <sighs> and they had a clip on on the institute and they have grown significantly in mm. this time mashallah and one of the inserts was that they have madrasas on a saturday because kiddies were um school work is so hectic yeah. during the week yeah. and i was just thinking like how my, how it would have helped if we could have had the saturdays for the high school students you know mm. um it would be a, it's a huge gap that that should be filled because yeah. i think once you finish school then proper going into university mm. or um once you've studied or you've married and you now have kids there is this hunger to learn more Mm. And I can somehow feel that when you learn as a child, and yes, you you take on so much, you get to learn how to make that wudu, how to make your salah, mm. and all of those things, and and you you have an understanding of who Allah is and who the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is. But I feel in adulthood and as you mature, there's a different understanding, there's mm. a different mm. need, and there's a different hunger, yeah, and so there is this big gap. Mm. And so when 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 people hear of causes like what you are about mm. to offer i think it's that opportunity where you know maybe as a child you you had to study that sura mm. so you studied it but i'm sure you forgot it <laughs> and we we tend to not admit it but you know what i yeah. was at madrasa already mm. whatever why would you what's your feelings about that so i mean for me personally that's where my sort of own journey stemmed from was um I I also like many other people I stopped going to formal madrasa education um sort of grade 7 or grade 8 and um when I got to my when I got to my 20s um even though I knew how to yeah I knew how to perform wudu I knew how to make salah I knew um how to fast what's required everything but it became very robotic Mechanical, in a sense yes. yeah because there was i i didn't understand all of the the meanings behind it and mm. it sort of didn't it didn't give me that kind of spiritual pleasure that it's yes. supposed to and so um I, i remember i was listening to a lecture one day um where the sheikh was saying he was talking about salah mm. and how um you know we as muslims we make salah and the the surah qul huwa allah ahad suratul ikhlas is like that's the basis of tawhid that surah it speaks it's the basis of tawhid but if you ask majority of muslims who recite that surah every day in the salah if you ask majority of them they wouldn't be able to say what what the meaning of that surah is mm. and and then he went on to 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 talk about um you know just saying sami allah liman hamida in your salah what exactly does that mean you have people who make salah for 40 50 years but we don't know because we don't speak arabic and we don't live in an arab 
country we that, don't know the meanings of these things that's the thing because that's that's where i find that when when children are learning it becomes mm. mechanical it's like you teaching them the alphabet mm. so they know it mm. and they they are learning numbers so they're learning solar and they're learning all of these things that are important but it's so much more important to develop on that but Hadija we need to go in for an ad break and inshallah when we come back we're going to chat so much more about this eat pray love with Taslima Ali Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to Eat, Pray, Love on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. And before the break, we have been chatting to Ustada Hadija Daris. Of course, um, she is starting a new cause called Islam for Beginners that starts this Sunday, March the 20th. It happens every Sunday from 10 till 11.30 a.m. at the seventh floor icon building. Um, but uh, Sister Hadija, before the break, we were uh, chatting about how how important it is to actually brushing up on um, our current, you know, Madrasa is not enough as a child, that as adults we should go back and find out why we are doing um, the rituals that we are doing and where it stemmed from, the symbolism of it, so that we can put so much of so much more heart and soul in what we do. Yeah, um, you know, I think that the whole, if we want to make Islam our way of life, we have to understand that way of life in order to, to live it with conviction. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, it becomes just robotic. We go, mo- we go through the motions, but it doesn't really bring uh, a sense of tranquility in, in the heart that it's supposed to. Um, and so this this is what this course is all about for me, and it's it's something that's really close to my heart. You know, there's no better way than to start with the self. So, you said you grew up being the daughter of an imam, the imam of Makassar Masjid, of course, and then your mum having a strong um, Islamic uh, academic lineage as well. Having grown up, you probably went through the normal classes and events and stuff like that which eventually brought you now after graduating and extending your islamic Mm -hmm. studies to wanting to reach out to our muslim sisters on exactly islam 101 beginning and what exactly that is can you can you tell us perhaps what the influences for that um, decision was so um it's a a mixture of things you know um i found for myself it was um when i was trying to research islam um especially with if you look at um things that happen in the media there was a point where i started questioning is the islam that i grew up with actually the islam or is the the islam of suicide bombing uh, suicide bombings the actual islam and i just maybe grew up in a cocoon <laughs> because um it's and it's so difficult to uh, when you when you face and it's, and I found this a lot in the workplace when you're faced with questions about why do Muslims do this and is this what Islam says and all I can say is no um, it's not Islam but I could never really give a solid argument as to why yes. and um, that 
made me want to research. So I started, you know, I, obviously everybody starts with Sheikh Google. Mm. Um, but eventually, <laughs> it's Mufti Google. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Mufti Google. So, um, yeah, I started Googling, but the kind of resp- the kind of answers that you get are very, sometimes very extremist. And then you have to be careful also because you don't know... Um, Who's writing yes, it? Yes, and, and you don't know what to trust. But you know, we don't. I think there is actually such a large amount of people that don't actually know that there are so many different schools mm. um, within uh, Islam itself, mm. and how the different influences. That if you read something, it need not only be that way. Mm. Yeah. So it is so important when you say, you know what, to ask the ways and the whys and the hows. Yeah. And what I found was, and I mean. I, if I think about how challenging it was for me to mm-hmm. find the right answers, coming from uh, an Islamic background, um, I could only imagine how difficult it must be for a new Muslim who yes. is uh, coming into a completely new community, a completely new way of life. Um, it, I can only imagine how challenging it must be for them to get the, the, the to get to find the truth within. Um, the way that that Islam is lived, um, and I find that you know what, Hadija, <laughs> on a Sunday actually from five to six of the same show, mm. we do Journey to Islam. And last week in studio, we also had a couple that had just reverted to Islam with mm. the entire family. Mm-hmm. That eagerness mm. is so wonderful. Yeah. So they come, and I actually think that they come in more with the ways and the hows yeah, and whatever. Definitely. I would say there's a there's a need for our you know, our Muslims that are born into Islamic mm. families and Islamic lifestyles to do the the, the wins and the mm. hows and the whys. For sure. What I do find though with um especially Muslim um new Muslim women is that um they are in a sense vulnerable to um being manipulated into situations that are being said to them is part is Islamic, but in actual fact, it's got nothing to do with Islam. And these messages sometimes come from people who look Islamic, yes, I and get talk Islamic, but it's not. They have a completely different agenda, and in ignorance, um, Muslim and uh, born Muslim and new Muslim sisters have uh, that that vulnerability and that challenge. Okay. So let's talk your actual cause now. Yes. What are we covering in that? So that makes it a bit different to the norm. So it's not something where we just come and you learn basics again. So um, my focus, um, there's three focus areas within this course. Um, the first one is on Aqidah and um, it's on the Aqidah of Ahlul Sunnah al So um, concepts like, um, you know, who is Allah? What does Tawheed actually mean? What does it mean when we say Allah is one? Is it a numerical one, or is it is He unique, or um, how do we perceive Allah? Um, so it's it's the the core of, because the core um, of Islam is Tawheed, and so um, a lot of the focus of this course will be on understanding Tawheed and also um, understanding why. Um, there can only be one God. So within a, a textual argument and as well as a logical argument, mm-hmm. how do you firmly believe with conviction that there is only one God? 
Um, and then in terms of fiqh, it will be, um, the focus will be on how to perform salah, uh, purification, wudu, um, and fasting. And uh, within that, not only the rituals, how to, but also the meanings behind them and how to derive that, that spiritual connection through those acts. And then um, the third element is um, Arabic. And um, so Arabic reading and Quran recitation. So the Arabic reading focusing on um, the identification of the letters, um, correct pronunciation, and then um, the basic elements of Tajweed to facilitate Quranic recitation. You touched on the last subject, is so sensitive though, because you know, people say that if you recite wrong, the pronunciation is wrong, the word changes. Did yes. I? So how important would you say it, it is to come back and actually make sure, because once again, we go back to that same story. Mm-hmm. So you learned Madrasa up until yeah. you were maybe, what, 11, 12? Yeah. And you've been reciting Quran since then. And what's the chances if somebody had stopped schooling at the age of 11 or 12, just being realistic, because mm-hmm. we do know that practice, um, you know, increases the correction mm-hmm. of things. But... If you think of a child that goes to, to English school mm-hmm. and has completed the English school at grade, um, grade six, mm-hmm. is it that they finish it or grade seven? Mm-hmm. And to stop it there, no longer any guidance from any teacher mm-hmm. on how to read. Yeah. How, perf- how accurate would the English be? Would the ability to comprehend what they are reading be? Mm-hmm. And I don't think we actually realize that yeah. because then it's like an entire gap year of high school yeah. in terms of Arabic, having no one mm. to guide your Quran. So, yes, okay, we get excited when the Quran, oh, we completed the Quran <laughs> first time, we were only 10 years old, but then why? Yeah. There could be those slips in pronunciation and stuff, yeah. you know, it's very important. It's so, your classes are open to who? It's so, it's open to, um, well, any sister who wants to learn Dean from scratch mm-hmm. basically so it's um, new Muslims born Muslims um, it is for sisters only um, but yeah it's open to anyone all ages any anyone <laughs> Alhamdulillah so sisters you want to stay tuned we're going to go in for an ad break and when we come back we're going to give you all the details to where that class is happening with sister Khadija Dari Eat Pray Love with Taslima Ali. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. And of course, before the break, we've been chatting to Ustada Hadija Daris on the upcoming course Islam for Beginners that starts this Sunday, the 20th of March from 10 to 11.30 a.m. And that's at the Medina Institute campus, 7th floor icon building corner of Long Street and Hansredom Avenue in Cape Town. Sister, shukran so much for joining us. It's been so inspiring listening to you. And inshallah, we really hope that um, our sisters will grab this opportunity, those new to Islam and those wanting to polish up, of course. Any mm-hmm. last words? Inshallah. Shukran so much for having me, Taslima. Um, and if there's anybody that needs more information about the course, they can give me a call on 074 244 
Can we repeat that number, please? Zero seven four two double four six three eight zero. And then we can also email her at Hadija at medinainstitute.org.za. Is that correct? And the cause, of course, is how much again? It's 150 rand per month, um, and all the proceeds will go to charity, inshallah. Inshallah. So, you know what? It's an opportunity that I think everybody should grab, and it's uh, a refreshes cause for some, and of course, a beautiful introduction to others. Shukran so much, Harija. And of course, to mommy and daddy that I'm sure is tuned in and listening, <laughs> inshallah. As well, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them for their contribution Ameen. to leading New Year, Ameen. of course, as well. Ameen. And keep up the good work, sister. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.